Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kids Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by the Adventure Challenge. Sometimes coming up with an activity for the entire family can be daunting. It's nice to have a go-to option for getting everyone together and just doing a thing. The Adventure Challenge is that thing. You open the book, pick a mystery adventure, scratch it off to reveal what you'll be doing, and you have some fun with the whole family. Then you fill in the book, add photos, and it becomes a keepsake. It's really a fun thing to have on hand. Visit theadventurechallenge.com and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a discount. Let's start with some shout-outs today. Cece, Francesca, and Gabby are big fans from Buffalo, New York, where they are widely known as the very best goofball bakers on the East Coast. I've even heard that their goofballs are better than Hooper's goofballs. Thanks for listening, you three. Gwendolyn Markham is a Nashville ninja down in Tennessee. She enjoys listening to the stories while she practices her drop kicks and backflips. Thanks for listening, Gwendolyn. All the way from Banana Planet are three space gorillas, Hector, Finlay, and Hugo. They're currently living in Akaroa, New Zealand, where they spend their days training for the Gloop invasion. Caroline from Virginia enjoys the stories and has been training ninja cats her entire life. I bet Dropkick Kitty Cat probably came from her kitty cat dojo. Glad you enjoy the stories, Caroline. And I would like to shout out Miss Leslie's elementary class from Room 20. They work hard and they play hard and they enjoy the stories. I'm glad I could be a part of your lunchtime, Room 20. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's story, Pirate's Booty Part 5. The morning after the ninjas helped rescue the guinea pigs, Tatiana stood on the deck of the ship looking out upon the cool blue ocean. They had been traveling on this mission for weeks now, and she was eager to complete it and return to the valley. From her place up on the deck, she could smell Tim and Ray making breakfast down below, and she decided to join them for some food. As they sat in their little ship kitchen eating waffles, they heard the clopping of Dapple's hooves as he walked down the hallway to get his breakfast. Generally, Dapple ate his breakfast up on the deck but he stopped by the kitchen first to pick up his bucket of food. He entered the kitchen, and Tatiana stopped eating mid-bite. She stared at Dapple in disbelief. She swallowed her bite and turned to Tim and Ray sitting across from her. I thought I said no more animals, Tatiana yelled. Tim and Ray were startled at Tatiana's outburst, and they looked up, also noticing the small brown and white guinea pig sitting on Dapple's back. It's not mine, Tim and Ray said at the same time. Tatiana took a deep breath to help calm her nerves, and then she said, I said that there were no more animals on this ship, only Dapple. Well, I thought you just said we couldn't have any more animals on the ship, said Tim. But Dapple is the one who brought that guinea pig there onto the ship. The pet shop guys said he was free to go with us if he wanted. Him and Dapple are like best friends. Listen, I run a clean, tight ship here, said Tatiana. You two know that. And I am not looking forward to finding fur and little guinea pig poops all over the place. Now, no more animals on this ship. Period. Understand? Tim and Ray, with mouthfuls of waffle, both nodded. I can hear you, you know, came a voice from the other side of the room. Tatiana jerked her head in surprise and saw the guinea pig looking right at her. 
Um, what? said Tatiana, still a bit shocked. I can hear you, said the guinea pig. Got me one of these thinking caps, see? I can talk now, remember? Tatiana then remembered the little hats made by Professor Grumble, and she noticed one on this little guy's head. She was still a little speechless at the whole thing, and the guinea pig continued. And I can clean up me fur and all me little poops, so no need to worry on that. My name's Fluffy, by the way. Yes, your name is Fluffy, and you're a talking guinea pig who is best friends with our donkey. Of course. Well, thank you for cleaning up after yourself, Fluffy. No worries, mate. Thanks for having me. And then Dapple took the bucket handle in his mouth and carried it up to the deck where he and Fluffy would share some grains for breakfast. This is so wacky, said Tatiana. And Tim and Ray nodded again with mouthfuls of waffle. For the next few weeks, the crew continued on their mission. They returned a huge load of whoopee cushions and a golden statue of a rat riding a baby elephant and a bathtub full of glitter and a crate of super spicy hot peppers and many buckets full of pink goo that they never figured out what it really was. Finally, the hold of the ship was empty. They had returned all of the pirates' booty and their mission was complete. They were very far from home and Tatiana estimated that it would take about three weeks to get back to the valley. On the third day of their return voyage, there was a terrible storm. The sky filled with dark gray clouds. Rain poured from above. Thunder clapped in the distance and got closer and closer. The only light was from lightning blasting through the sky. The waves grew and grew. The ship rocked back and forth so hard they thought it would tip right over. All through the night, for hours and hours, waves crashed into the ship. The wooden masts were snapped in half and the wind blew the sails of the ship right into the ocean. The heroes all clung to the ship below deck as it rocked all night. They hoped it would stay together for long enough to get them through the storm. Finally, the storm died down. The lightning stopped and the rain slowed to a sprinkle. Tatiana and her crew went to the deck to survey the damage. All around them was a thick fog. They couldn't see very far at all. The ship was a mess. Wooden planks were broken. The masts and sails were gone. The ship was leaning to one side. I don't think this ship will last us much longer, everyone. Tatiana said. We need to find a way to land somewhere. We'll go below deck and see if we can find the leak, said Tim. We can find a way to pump some water out of the hold and buy us some time. Great idea, you two, said Tatiana. Dapple and Fluffy, you two help me clean the deck up here and keep a lookout for land or, or something. The crew tried to make the ship stay afloat as long as possible. They continued to look out over the ocean, trying to see through the fog, hoping to spot land. Finally, a little voice called out, Land ho! Land ho! And the crew all rushed to the deck where Fluffy was jumping up and down on Dapple's back, pointing out to sea. They could barely make out through the fog what appeared to be rocks jutting up out of the water and some trees as well. Since the masts were all broken and there wasn't much wind to speak of, 
The crew didn't have a good way to move the boat in any one direction. But they found some long pieces of broken wood and used them as oars the best they could. It took a long time to go a short distance, rowing a big pirate ship with broken pieces of wood for oars. But eventually they moved the boat closer and closer to the rocks and found a small beach right there. The boat soon got itself stuck in the shallow sand and stopped moving. I don't know if this ship will ever sail again, said Tatiana, but I'm glad to be on land. Let's go down below and bring everything useful off the ship and lay it out here on the beach. While they unloaded everything off the ship, the fog cleared up a bit around the island. Out to sea it was still a gray wall of fog, but here on the beach the air was clear. Finally everything was organized. They were able to salvage some tools, a little food that wasn't damaged from the storm, and some weapons and adventuring gear. Not much, but better than nothing. Tatiana directed the team, and soon they had built a small shelter for the night and found a stream nearby for water. After surviving the worst storm they'd ever experienced, and getting to shore and unloading and prepping, the team was exhausted. I say we go to sleep here for now, and we'll head into the island in the morning, said Tatiana. Already she heard tiny little snores from Fluffy, and big donkey snores from Dapple, and soon her and Tim and Ray were asleep as well. Morning came, and the team felt rejuvenated. They ate and packed up some weapons and headed inland to explore the island. Tim thought it would be a good idea to find a high place, like a, a hill or a tall tree to climb. Then they could see around a bit and maybe spot some people. On their way to searching for a high place, Tatiana heard some shuffling, something walking through the forest. She shushed everyone and instructed them to stop and get down. They sat hunched over in the shade of the trees waiting for some sign of what was out there with them. They had no idea what kind of people or creatures were on this island, so they were being very cautious. They tried to see through the foliage all around them, squinting their eyes and looking in the direction of the sounds. A moment later, a voice called out firmly, You are surrounded! Stand and put your hands up. Tatiana was the first to stand, and she instructed her crew to do the same. You heard them, crew. Do what they say. The crew stood and saw, surrounding them on all sides, about twelve creatures. They had arms and legs like humans and were standing up straight like humans, but they were very clearly cats, like covered in fur, cat faces, cat paws, and everything. They were surrounded by cat people holding weapons and looking a bit angry. What are you doing here? asked the leader. We shipwrecked on the beach here yesterday, said Tatiana. Our ship is totaled, and we're trying to get back home. You made it through the storm? asked the leader cat. Her and the others were visibly surprised. Barely, said Tatiana. Is there a dock here? We, we just need to find safe passage back to our home. The cat people still looked shocked that they survived the storm. A dock? asked the leader. There's no dock here. No ships ever get through the storm. Then how do we get back home? asked Tatiana. You don't, 
said the leader. The end. I know I'm ending on a cliffhanger, but we will find out very soon what awaits Tatiana and her crew in Part 6 of the Pirate's Booty series. Now, before I sign off, I want to share some quick, awesome shout-outs. Ted and Harry from Christchurch enjoy the stories. Thanks for those drawings, Harry. You two are awesome. Ethan and Aiden from Ontario have shared some spectacular drawings. You two are awesome. Harvey from Northern BC submitted some great artwork as well. You're awesome, Harvey. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.